0: Wait, oh no. Oh, I knew it was too easy. Oh no, I knew it was too easy. Wait, 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 wait. No, this cannot stand. Oh man, I was so good for like five minutes. I was out like like my man from from Crying Faces said, I was gonna go home and get the big pork chop and I blew it. Here we go, make believe nothing happened. You, Jesus Christ, I need a haircut. And now, about to witness the awesome, uh, the crushing uh, might. Uh, of the UG Des Robinson show stop. It! Welcome my friends uh, to a show that seemingly never ever sort of ends. Uh. If it seems like I'm yelling, it's because I'm yelling. <laughs> Cause a lavalier, I didn't order it. Cause I didn't get my act together. And then Steph said she'd send one for Care Don't Care. Actually, she said she sent it for the hip hop. Actually she said she sent it for Let It Roll podcast. Because these things, the wireless things, are not working great for my audio quality. Those other guys already have the headset I used to have. It doesn't matter, we're here. This is one eight one of the UCS Robinson Show Stomper. We're gonna talk about thriller and all things terrible and tragic today. Welcome to it. But first Stigmata will sing us in like they have every time since 2007. It's called Intro All of Nothing. is of Calling the just still available from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, where they shoot you to death in a nightclub, hit your car with a hammer, and knock out your former mayor pro-tem. Listen, listen well. Have- Could not see so clear, but I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. So being paid back in full, always nothing. So listen, before we even get started with the show, I've been threatening this. Those of you who didn't show up early, woe betide you, I've been threatening this for a long time. And uh, I'm going to have a guest. I mentioned that in the blurb. If you saw it, good, you're here. If not, sorry. Uh, Some people like to get in after the the commercials because they don't like the screaming and the ranting and the raving. He is alternatively. Been referred to on this show as sports agent extraordinaire Salvatore Russo. If you remember Mac Avenue skull game, he wrote under the name Italian Sal. He showed up recently in the Joe Rogan substack piece uh, of last week, if you look at the photograph of uh, uh, David Loazzo, uh, uh, me, uh, Jake Shields, him, and GSP, you knew how we rolled. He was officially my photographer on some of these oofsy uh, 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 ringside things, I would turn back and see him taking notes for his photo setup, and there would be a single notation on his legal pad, and it would say something like, monkey punch. I go, hey, man, are you getting photos? He's like, yeah. After the fight, where are the photos? I I I don't know. Really? Okay. well, at least you got the hotel. "I I didn't get the hotel. Where are we supposed to sleep? We're going to live by our wits. So we're going to go. He has an idea for a show. He wanted on the show. So what we're going to do is FaceTime him in. And I got the kid up there now. And I'm going to hold it. And at the very least, if you can't see it, you'll be able to listen to it. And those of you on SoundCloud will be able to be will be able to just listen to it anyway. I have no idea what he wants to do. Uh, he explained it to me. And I don't know. So we're just going to. Call right now and make it happen. Our first guest of the new regime, first guest ever on a, a uh, on uh, on a, the show stomper. Let's give it a try. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let's it's, ring. Ah, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me, uh, this fucking thing here. The headset keeps, uh, fucking up my, interrupting my flow. Uh, all right. Say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me, let me, uh, let me turn some volume up. All right, everybody. There he is. There he is. Salvatore Russo. And, uh, I think if you can't see him, say something in the super chats, but at least at the very least you'll be able to hear him. So now why are we having you on today? Hold, hold, on, hold on, hold on, fuck this. Hold on. Let me put you on speaker, man. This is this is uh this is uh, horrible. Uh oh, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> uh you know, it wouldn't be this show if uh yeah, cool. oh. go. <laughs> Uh, no, it's still coming through the, the headphones. I, let me turn these headphones up. Say something again. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. All right. So hold on. Let, let, let me, there you go. So now you're big again. Go ahead.
1: Perfect. So I'm, uh, I'm here this evening uh, because I want to play a word association game with you. But the way that we play this word association game is I spell word W-H-O-R apostrophe D.
0: So, horde association.
1: And um, what we're gonna use is we could use names, nicknames, and these names or are nicknames um, aren't necessarily anyone living or dead, or they could quite possibly be.
0: For legal, for legal reasons. Don't or don't know. For, for legal reasons. For legal
1: reasons. <laughs> and, and, and perhaps, you know, someone might think, you know, well that sounds an awful lot like me, but uh it probably isn't
0: yeah you you don't know you don't know you don't know. You know,
1: you know
0: all right so i'm game let's play it great 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 okay so um
1: i guess i will just get started and i will throw out some names okay. okay i'm gonna throw out a name and then you put out a word that you associate with that name
0: got it so i'm not even supposed to think about it just off the off the cuff don't even think it's better like this. Okay. Ready? Yeah.
1: Chica. Say it again. Chica. Teacup. No, Chica. Tika. Chica. Like C-H-I-K-A.
0: Oh, 4,000.
1: Okay. That's
0: good. Okay. um, Tina. Oh, open the windows. Black oh, I won't fall for that trick again. <laughs> uh, Amy's oh, oh, uh, uh, HIV medicine hidden in the medicine cabinet.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I'm liking this game. I get the hang of it. This is a great game. This is a great game. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Am, oh, hold on, hold on. Am I winning? Uh, okay christian well that, that they're a lot they're a lot <laughs> uh okay no, but it's a word association, I'm just supposed to go with it boundaries
1: okay that's a good that's a good word yeah uh, boundaries N- uh nicole
0: uh hot box
1: okay. <laughs> Trisha.
0: oh, the single biggest mistake you ever made. <laughs> and I mean, you in a generic like you, you like somebody might say one. Like, the only one, even one of your listeners, perhaps. Yes. Um, how about Annika? <laughs> uh, uh, that's it. I, I, I. That's it. I lost. <laughs> there was such a plethora of unkind things coming to mind. I couldn't really settle on one in the given time period. So I guess officially, technically, uh, I'm out. Though I have to, the, the first word that came to my mind was Thanksgiving Arabs. But that wouldn't make sense to anybody uh, at all, in actual fact. Uh, so outside of you know you being told that because you were Sicilian, you were really an Arab. <laughs> right, this is a good game. This is a game, uh, again, because I,
1: I feel like it's a lot of fun and perhaps you can bring someone else who might want
0: to play. Well also, you know, this is a good game to start in. and now, you know, you 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 debuted it on that uh on that Punk klonopin show, whatever that guy's name is, but I would really like I'd like you to we, we have a international audience here and in the last few seconds of the show before we get into the main show, I'd like you to talk about your your the charity organization that you've started to raise money to send um not just underprivileged kids, but pretty much any kid uh, to have a nature experience. Not even during the summer, but any time of the year, it really called Bear Camp for Kids, and I'd like you to talk bear about Bear Camp for Kids. One of
1: the great things about Bear Camp is that you know anyone you know in the world could could start a you know quote unquote Bear Camp. All you need is uh, you know some land, you need a bear, and you need to have people who are willing to put uh, put their kids in your charge. I think what my the way that the Bear Camp that I put together is different is we have this, um, this thing called a, well, it's, it's a, a harness that we designed specifically for the bear. Essentially what it is, is, uh, you know, we're able to um, attach the kid to the bear back to back and we allow the bear to run through the forest with the kid attached to him. Um, so our bear camp experience is a much different bear camp experience, mm. I'm sure, that other, you know, people are out there marketing. Yeah, um, And I feel that, you know, anyone who would really want to be able to give their kids a real, true-life bear experience yep. uh, should come to us.
0: So the kids will get to go to see what the bear sees, you know, run through the streams that the bear runs through, you know, yep. uh, uh, look for game and fish, whatever. That that, that sounds really that sounds really positive. And let it never be said that this show lacks a positivity. I, I, I got to thank you. Now, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: They can
0: contact me at wwwbearcamp.com. All right, there we go. There we go. All right All right, Sal, thanks for for listening and you are our first guest on the show, Stomper, and I'm hoping everybody could hear and listen and, and appreciate it that you took time out from your busy uh, schedule of going to the Dominican Republic uh, and ministering to the the, the hopeless there. Um, so th- th- thanks, man thanks. We'll, get, we'll have you in again. Oh. All right, there we go. All right, so everybody, you see you see. Let it never be said. Let it never be said that we don't bring you the best top quality stuff ever. Nobody else has that. Name a show. Name a show where they pitched the Bear Camp for kids. Never happened. Never happened. So let's do the commercials. Get the commercials out of the way. PINKO, P-I-N-K-O, 95014 at yahoo.com is the PayPal place. If you want to send it via PayPal, you can. You can do that. You wise guys <laughs> sending me money via Cash App and and, and Venmo. I, I, I will take that. That's, I really appreciate it. Uh, though it's amusing to me that it still takes me about 10 minutes to get the money out each and every time. So I, I it's like a, the longest running joke, I, and I, but I fully appreciate it. That's another way to get us money. Or you could do a Tommy LB, Tommy Pounds. Tommy Pounds, who still lives despite the uh, hurricane that's been hitting uh, Southern regions, he still lives and sends it the old fashioned way, which I am uh, honest to God, truly, truly thank, uh, thankful for. If it wasn't for, for you and Steph, um, um, was it, if it wasn't for you or Steph, uh, uh, Steph sending us equipment and so on, I don't know where I'd be. I depend on the kindness of strangers and know that even a tramp like me somewhere has a brother who will not deny him a bowl of soup, so uh, uh uh there you go. Um and uh uh hold on, let me see. Uh, uh, um, so uh those are the commercials. What other commercials do I have? Oh, Eugene S. com. I gotta tell you the uh, uh, uh the Rogan piece. I, I probably if I wrote about Rogan every week from now on. I could end the year in a fair coat, smoking cigar and drinking champagne from a crystal flute. I, I have to say that, honest to God, I, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that there'd be a real trickle down theory. It was just like, who gives a fuck what I have to say about whole Joker. And yet uh, it was our biggest week ever, 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 ever number, number of reads, number of opens, number of subscriptions and number of paid subscriptions. So, you know, and a friend of mine, actually, you know who he is. I don't have to conceal his identity. Marty G came in fired up after the show at Jiu Jitsu and said, You know, I, the problem is you set out your premise, you can follow the premise. And he goes, I was with you all the time until you start talking about the feminists. And then I was like, Ah, you know. And he went back, thought about it, came back, was man enough to man up about the, the last sub stack, thought about it, came back and said, I changed my opinion. I see what you did there, and uh, and you were right. And I go, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "You were defending a friend. This was all about. This is all about, deli- about defending Lydia Lunch." And I got that. Had had you been better friends with Joe and lesser friends with her, the piece would have been completely reversed. I go, "Maybe not. Maybe not." He goes, yeah, that was it. I go, well, whatever you need to, to sleep at night. That's, that's it. Donate money. Of course, that's where where Marty G draws a line. Anyway, uh, so this is show number one, uh, eight, uh, one. And um, um, I want to I lead off a little bit by talking about what I wrote about in, in, in the substack. Now I know, since I sent the Substack and and then immediately followed up the Substack with this show, that many of you may have not have time ha, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, may have not had time to read it. So without cheating the Substack piece, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. Some of the stories will be familiar to longtime listeners that I opened the piece with about the time the guy got almost killed. Well, he may have been killed, I don't know, and the car accident in front of me, and I was like. And anyway, I got stuff to do and went about my business and then thought, oh, maybe I should help the guy. You know, that, that, that's, that story happens to me a lot, right? And sometimes I help, like, stand there. And then sometimes, like, the guy who got stabbed down the street from Studio 54 on New Year's Eve, sometimes it's like, bro, you're on your own. And I can't really trust. I can't really trust that when the cops show up that you're going to be able to tell me from the other Black in Puerto Rican kids that stabbed you. So you're on your own. I got to keep going here. Keep rolling. Uh, And there were no cell phones back then. So it's not like I can call somebody, hey, a guy's been stabbed right out front where it used to be the New York Jazz Museum, where I used to work and and now is uh, uh, used to... Then it was subsequently a gay gay film theater. And now I don't know what it is. I think it's a curio shop. But when the guy got stabbed there, that's where it was. What, I'm going to call? I'm not going to call. So I start out with that piece and I start talking about... 9-11, 9/11 now I got a friend who died in the building uh, he was on the 67th floor Dan Bergstein uh, wife and two kids 38 years old got into an elevator never seen again right so uh, um and so the day the day is not without but uh, mr. BC on Twitter if you follow the Twitter machine said you know said, said said something that was pretty I think pretty perspective or perspective I think I must be drinking pretty uh, perceptive. And he said that, it. let me see if I can read it to you. Um, and he said, it takes a special kind of, it takes a uniquely American lack of, quote, the power of facing unpleasant truths, facts, reality, end quote, to want to use a 20-year-old horror as a distraction from an ongoing horror. Over the last 18 months, we've lost and continue to lose roughly a 9-11's worth of Americans every other day. Yeah, yeah so um and, and so I, I you know it becomes it becomes this kind of weird um and and i put it i I hope I put it in perspective because everybody's kind of cottoning onto this moment in time as being significant like when they you know, discovered mom having sex with dad or that Santa Claus wasn't real or that this kind of come to Jesus moment where the the, 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 the the scales fell from their eyes. And like Hitler on the mountain, you know, went from the gas attack. A revelation came through and they and they received all his wisdom. And I said, really? Yeah. You know, people felt that way about Pearl Harbor, too. Uh, yeah. When was Pearl Harbor bombed? Oh, well, that's easy. Pearl Harbor was bombed right before the America got into World War, uh, World War II. I go, okay, And when was that? What day was that exactly? Remember that? Remember? Well, I wasn't alive then. So, you know what? I actually know people who weren't alive at 9-11. My youngest, well, my two youngest daughters clearly weren't, weren't alive then. Uh-huh. All right. So this is something that they've read about. It's been And yet... We cotton on to this, we hold on to this moment like uh, so. I, I, I just want to somehow reevaluate the kind of blunted affect that uh, that's part of the, the, the modern modernatomy that struck me, which I'm blaming kind of on New York City, and 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 and, and how actually I go from blaming it on New York City to um, to to credit it. Uh, um, to crediting it for New York City, because if you're acting like, and I mentioned this in the piece, if you're acting like horror is the exception and not the rule, you haven't been paying attention. And I even get to quote Henry Rollins from a long, long ago conversation we had, which uh, I haven't really thought about him or talked about him in a while. So um, that, that was a, a, a nice memory to recall. So read the Substack if, if you're of the mind to uh, Eugene S. Robinson, all run together. Dot substack, S U B, stack, S T A C K dot com. Uh, but this is apropos because at the same time that I'm having these thoughts about 9 11, on 9 a company called Triller is staging exhibition boxing matches. They were going to do them in California. Oscar De La Hoya got COVID and couldn't participate. There have been some questions about whether or not it was really COVID that he got. I'm sensitive to this COVID thing right now. I'm nervous about it very presently because Cora is sick. She's got a cold. Now, you could have a cold nowadays, and it not be COVID. But everybody's been taking such grand precautions uh, about COVID that you haven't really been getting sick. But she sounds raspy. She's having a hard time breathing at night. She's got a cough and runny nose, no fever, right? So I'm nervous for my kid. So none of this, none of this is delivered. Uh, is delivered lightly or or flippantly. You need to know this now. So Oscar De La Hoya supposedly has COVID. There have been people calling bullshit on whether it was COVID or not. He bails. They pull in Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield can't get the medical clearance. Hasn't been able to get medical clearance to do any fights anywhere. Uh, and they say screw it. Holyfield will with short notice will fill in. We'll move it to floor to anything goes Florida. And that's what they do. They go to Florida. Now, I have people, friends, AC from, my man from Crime Faces is all down with Triller. I'm sure getting a chunk of change from the folks at Triller. And and to a certain degree, I'm not completely shitting on Triller because of the fact that I think these are self-correcting problems. Self-correcting problems. However, I'm going to shit on Triller right now. Now, when talking about it, we talked about it, and not in a serious way on Care Don't Care. We talk about boxing on Care Don't Care, stuff like this, but mostly we're focused on MMA. But, you know, John is uh, a lot of times not watching the MMA matches or trying to do the picture in the picture because he's he's watching the boxing matches. So it, it, as a topic of conversation came up, Moreover, at Jiu Jitsu, it came up. And people were saying, oh, Holyfield's going to get killed. And I was like, are you out of your fucking mind? And I retell the story from the fight book about when I interview Holyfield on his palatial estate that he's had designed to look exactly like Tony Montana's house from Scarface. You walk in, and you stand there, and he sees you standing. there, and you're looking around like, he you goes, know, seems familiar, right? Yeah, it's a stone-by-stone stone remake of Tony Montana's house. From You have to get a golf cart from the front gate to get up to the front door. That's how big it was. That was a man at his height. And if you read the fight book, fight, or everything you ever want to know about asking, but afraid to get your ass kicked for asking, you know that during that whole interview, the whole my whole day with Holyfield, I kept challenging him to a fight. So I trained. I trained. Let's do it. Start boxing at the boys club. I've got skills. Let's do it. And he's like, no, no. And I said, it's all right if you don't. If you don't, I'm just going to say you were afraid. You know, I'm pushing it, right? He says, yeah, I'll take you wherever you want to go. We get in this car. His SUV drives me either to the airport or the hotel. I don't remember whether I stayed over that night. Maybe it is a hotel. And as we're there, I start asking the hard questions. The ones that if he, if he says, fuck you, get out, I still got him on tape, right? And I'm asking, ah, eh, you, you're a dirty, how uh, uh, Tyson accused you of being a dirty fighter. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, Tyson was leaping off his feet trying to deliver, you know, what we would call melon missiles, head by and, and then he's at a, we're at a red light. And don't don at like me, I'm not going to luxuriate this story. I'm just telling it it's a bridge. And uh, he, he throws a combination behind the steering wheel. And it is so fast. That, 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 like I, I feel like a, like a chill go up the, my the base of my spine. they, really, thank God, thank God, this guy didn't take me seriously. It would not the average person. You don't even you don't even know you don't even know you just you you the, ah fight that guy for you don't even know you, you could be brain damaged. It wouldn't even take uh, ten seconds for your brain to never be the same again. So I repeat this story at jiu-jitsu. I was like, Belfort, come on, steroids are not. This guy is bad, bad, that guy, that bad. Well, that's not what happened. Fortunately, I didn't put any skin in the game, did not bet. It wasn't part of the care, don't care menu. And once again, Steph and I led the week. Three weeks running in, in care, don't care. John, little red caboose, pulling up the stinking rear uh, in his, his statistically unlikely picks. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pick Holyfield, but I made a good claim for him the whole week, so I got to an answer for that, and it hurts. Well, it hurts. It hurts from a number of different perspectives. It hurts because I now have to remember that I interviewed Holyfield in 2006, 15 years ago. 15 years ago, it hurts me because. Uh, I have to remember that 15 years ago, Holyfield had that house. Holyfield does not have that house anymore. He didn't sell it. He lost it. Holyfield has 11 children by 10 different women. He's a religious man, but apparently his religion doesn't extend to wearing condoms. He said this himself. He was very happy at the time, very proud, very pleased with himself at the time that he had played hardball with Showtime and stuck them for $40 million for his fight and was negotiating things himself. And now he's in Joe Lewis land. He does not have to work in a men's room, but he's having taken work that ordinarily people wouldn't want to take at 58, soon to be 59, like me. It hurt from that perspective. It hurt from the perspective of, of okay, he's no longer in that house. He's broke, and it in one small way it felt good because it, if you had to look at we did it last week on some other on care don't care where we talked about the career trajectories of uh, two, two two fighters. I think I think it was Jose Aldo and uh, accused rapist Conor McGregor and said, though Aldo lost the fight, he's won the career. And somebody said, well, you mean he still gets to fight? I go, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. Nobody, nobody thinks that accused rapist Conor McGregor is better than Jose Aldo. He beat him in a fight, but this guy is now box office poison. Had it all. Lost it all. Was on the Fallons, was on the Kimmels, was on the TV commercials. Did, did, did naked on the horse, he was doing was a, was was the cock of the walk. Everybody loved this guy, a European white guy, a you're a, you're a, a, an Irish white guy that plays with stereotypes, but while, while fulfilling those stereotypes, your worst nightmare, a a a, a townie with money. then he crossed the line into accused anal rape. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Listen, people say uh, a guy who I used to train with, I talk about in the fight book. He's actually photographed choking me in the fight book. The same photograph that was run in a 1990 something version of GQ, where I was one of the first national people to blow my horn a bit to write about MMA. He used to refer constantly, continually as to Muhammad Ali as draft dodger Muhammad Ali. And I started, I said, hey, what are you doing? What is this, he's just racist. He goes, that's not racist. Officially, the guy dodged draft. And I go, Huh? Oh, OK. OK, I got you. Officially. So I feel comfortable. Mike Tyson, convicted rapist, I have chosen to understand. I have parsed it, talked to sports writers, and I have come to my conclusion on that, which I've shared on the show that they both went to the room expecting sex, but the kind of sex that uh, Tyson was used to having was not the kind of sex that an 18 year old was used to having. I, you know, so one you know one calls it tomato, one calls it tomato, dude goes to jail, service time in jail, and he came out broke. He was 20, if I remember correctly, Tyson at one point was 25 mil underwater and he couldn't get, he, he, he was clearly not going to fight again. 25 mil, and he did, I call it the Bruce Lee. And I think about this a lot. There's a scene in Enter the Dragon where he, uh, where Han, he's running through the facility and Han locks him in a room and the doors boom, 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 shut down. And he's in and he could have been throwing himself against the wall and he sits cross legged on the floor and meditates. It's like at this point now, fate will determine what happens next. All right? Tyson says, well, I'm 25 mil underwater. Fate will determine what happens next. What happens next then? James Toback finds him, finds his way to Tyson. Toback, who's had me too problems himself, puts him in a movie, Robert Downey Jr. He slaps up Robert Downey Jr., and nowadays he's thrilling, dangerous guy, but he's got some sort of acting chops. They left your bed. He does some theater review where he's doing this, where he's singing kind of Jake LaMotta-esque, which people, of course, a reference point that people make. And he sticks around as a media presence. If you ever thought the dog father, Snoop Dogg, would be where he is now, a beloved American icon, you're lying. The first time he burst into America's consciousness, it was for shooting that guy in the schoolyard, not him, his buddies. Which is where the song Murder Was a Case uh, came from. Which then when he was at trial, he came out and did so. Never has a man said, I got this. <laughs> I got this get out of jail card. You know, usually a buddy of mine got arrested. His, uh, I don't want to put him on front street. Let's so say he got arrested for selling stolen goods. And the judge liked the f- knew his father. His father was a famous RB singer. Knew his father and said, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you a choice here. You go four years in the Marines or four years at Attica. You choose. Kid said, you seem like a good kid. I'm gonna give you, he says, oh, easy choice. Take the Marines. Good. Come back here with your induction card and uh and we'll sign you off. And that's what he did. It's it simple. So, you know, so, you know, a, a, um, uh, so Tyson does, and he, you know, uh, Snoop made this turnaround, like, like with Martha Stewart. I, I can't even, the cooking show, the animal thing, the, 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 he's at the thriller fights. And see, it segues. Tyson is like, he's now sponsored, he's out of the hole. He also doesn't have 11 children out of wedlock. He also didn't make specific enemies. Even you don't hear any of the women that he was with talking shit about him. They were either unlike the Tiger Woods women successfully paid or have have mellowed o- over time. I mean, I don't say he's the same beloved character that that there's still an element of persona of danger with Tyson, but he's pretty close. And he's pretty far away. He did fight an exhibition match with Roy Jones Jr. That was for money. That wasn't what we saw last night. Like I've talked about Brazilians fighting Brazilians and how it's kind of different for a long time in MMA, how I didn't want to see that. I wasn't interested in seeing that. I don't want to see guys train. And, And I thought that that was the way it was going to be until I competed a grappler's quest against a guy, a guy I used to train with. I thought, oh, we're friends to be mellow. We're just friends. We're gonna guy tried to kill me. <laughs> I was like, okay, once we're in there, it's I guess friends or no friends. We understand the rules of engagement. It's to win. Gotcha. So uh, what is that? What is that expression uh, about when you marry for money, you end up having to earn every single dollar of it. Holyfield, now at the age of 58, soon to be 59, is having to earn every single dollar of, I, I knew this actress from the 60s, 60s and 70s, and she, you know, this is hard for female, uh, semi-successful B-level, B C list B-C, C-list actresses to maintain, maintain a, uh, maintain, you know, a, a relationship, say, right? Because you're not going to go out with the UPS driver. The guy can't go to the premieres and whatever. So you end up higher You end up marrying some cat who then hires himself on as your manager. You can hang out. He deals with stuff that you don't want to deal with. You feel like he's there. I met this guy. Seemed like all he was managing was weed, but that was his title. They get divorced, and he was like, "I want my money." He's like, "What are you talking about?" Well, we were married for 16 years. I was your manager. I was your manager for 16 years. I said, get out of here. You did nothing but sit around and smoke weed. Oh, yeah, let's go to court. Go to court. The court says, well, you had a career then. Who answered your mail? He did. Who made the calls and the bookings? He did. Who did? Well, he did. Who got the, he, he did. Pay him. Hence, she began doing hardcore pornography to make up the money to pay dudes. She got fucked. Told me, Eugene, they say diamonds are a girl's best friend. They don't maintain their retail value. Should have bought real estate. Holyfield got fucked. And now we see the limits of the free market because just because you could rarely means you should. Or sometimes means you should. I mean, the guy might be in financial straits. We you say, hey, bro, hey, hey. I'll give you $5 million if you eat that plate full of dog shit. Guys, like, $5 million for dog shit? $5 million for? $5 million for dog shit? $5 million for dog shit? Give me the spoon. Oh, man. I tell you. I tell you. That was not pretty. That was not good. However, it was very good for MMA. (laughs) It's very good for MMA because your franchise wasn't mugged. It was very, very bad for boxing. I don't know that I have many pure boxing fans here. But if you're a pure boxing fan today, you should be fucking ashamed. Because like Andy Grove, I said, I care, don't care. Andy Grove, former CEO of of Intel, used to say, we fill up the competitive spaces between our spaces. You don't know what I mean? Look at Apple's tech universe. From the watch, to the phone, to the pad, to the laptop, to the desktop, to the the, the card. It's an entire closed universe. Of, there's no way for a competitor to get in there and get a foothold. On the one hand, in a mafia style, say this is, these are not the actions of a friend. You've made it impossible to, you, you're hoarding. You're making it impossible for us to do business. On the other hand, it's a good way to run a business. You fill in those spaces. Boxing has been in disarray for a long time. You don't think anybody's noticed? Why do you think the bald one has been talking about starting a boxing? It's in desperate need of you have these poisonous toads who are not living, but not dead yet. Bob Arum, you know, Bob Arum, Don King, old institutional orders who are not letting the thing advance. Somebody wakes up and says, I got it. This is sports entertainment. We could make the sport more entertaining. We might have something. People are still pouring money into WWE. Why don't we do something like that? These were exhibition boxing matches. This is like me getting pay-per-view to the camera feed to my local 7-Eleven. I mean, you know... uh, this happened to your sport, this, and not only. If I'm going to be irked a little bit, I, I'm going to be irked a little bit because I know the Baldwin is sitting at home going, "Ha ha." On, on on the if the shoe fits this week, the pre, one of the initial premises, your 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 trailer, well, you got Donald Trump on calling color commentary. What do you? And I go, "This is a win. This is a win, 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 win for them. They lose nothing. They get everything." The only way it could it could turn on them and him is if the fights were shit. Now Belford and Holyfield was shit. But fortunately, fortunately, the main course was crap polish, But the support, the, the co-main, the support course was actually all right. That's it, what Salty Dog just said. (laughs) Easy to forget the sad when there was a glad. It's not, I mean, you you understand what just happened last night, right? That was Pulp Fiction again and again, right? Pulp Fiction, if you remember the movie, Jules disappears, John Travolta gets shot on the toilet. That's not how the movie ended. You know who would have ended the movie that way? Me. That's why I'm sitting on a dirty couch in my underwear and my new Soothsayer T-shirt. It showed up. That was one of the commercials I forgot to do. You got to get this. This is rocking. Look at that. Look at that. Sorry. Digression. If you listen on SoundCloud, it is the Soothsayer package. I'm on this new record. I have no idea. Wood etched. You can get this. It's not an NFT, but damn near. I, I, I sing a song in their video, I'm in, filmed here at the Show Stomper, at the Show Stomper Homestead. And then you get every look at it, look at that. If I wore a denim jacket, I put that on my jacket. It's solid. Look, this is, it comes jam-packed with stuff. But there's, that's why I'm here in a dirty t-shirt. Uh, yeah, I, I wore a jiu so it is dirty. They didn't send it to me dirty. It was sealed in plastic, so I, I know they, it was not dirty. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so it, the, the 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 we get to see we get to if they had ended the movie with John Travolta's shot, you would have left the theater feeling very differently. They put that in the middle, so that by the end of the movie, you know he does get shot. But the last scene is him walking out in his surf jams. After they've uh after they've gotten their wallet but have gotten Jules' wallet back from Tim Rock and they walk out, and the guy that you love is, is your bad guy he lives, but even though he later dies, you know he dies, but you know what I'm saying. He walks out. That's what happened with, with Anderson Silva. Yeah, we were all there for the low down, down low, the, the sad, the sad. Conclusion, the leg breaking against Chris Woodpile Wideman, I all of that shit we saw. But this was the last, this was the, this was the Tarantino edit. This was a Tarantino edit. Jules and uh, Travolta's character's name, uh, Visa Vega, get to walk out alive. Anderson Silva knocks him the fuck out. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. What was he thinking? What was he thinking? And, and, and yeah, exactly. We got memes of the, 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 the memes, the memes of the memes of him, you know, and the best part about it, and I have to say, Trump did a fair job on the color commentary. Good, better, be, good, let's say, better, as good as, or worse than Goldberg. I'd say he was as good as Goldberg. And I think he said with Tito, what they goes, ooh. That doesn't look good. Can't get any deader than that. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. And then did you see the bloody elbow piece, which some people caught uh, uh, Ortiz, I guess caught him before he got out to somebody's pickup truck to steal some checks and asked him, well, what happened? And it was, it was a, uh, it was a masterclass. It was a masterclass at, at, (laughs) <laughs> it was a masterclass at excuse making it was phenomenal before i'd even gotten to the end of the piece there were like four or five functioning excuses i started thinking of topo gigio with the plate spinning and he's like hey man you know i've got the weight cuts and uh, and uh, you know uh, the short notice and then you had to switch the venues and yeah, man, and the sun was in my eyes. And, you know, did they lose a level on that ring? I don't even know about the ring. And, you know, I was scared by a small child in the front row, and then the flash photography is no good for me. What? What? Can you feel it? Nothing can save you. <laughs> this is a season of getting the vapors. You're fucking, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blue, Blues Brothers <laughs> excuses. I mean, you know the thing is that you know this is how you vie for a WSA. If those of you don't remember, it's a West Sims Award. Right now, the West Sims Award is held by uh, uh, who's that cat who just lost again and they refuse to they do not oh oh Sam Alvey Sam Alvey um um Sam Alvey hey. Hey, Sam Alvey is. Uh, let's do this. Uh, fuckhead. Uh, Sam Alvey uh, is is got the WSA, which stands for the West Sims Award. Number two, making a vain a a, a a a game attempt at, at getting that head spot. Jan Kudalaba. Jan Kudalaba. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm saying Tito has got the master book on how to stay relevant and lost, how to win when losing, because that shit was so riotous. I want to see him fight again to lose again, just to watch the, 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 the flow, the flow, the flow, <laughs> just to watch the flow. Uh-huh. Just to watch the flow of bad excuses, eh? What is that? What is it? What is that? A flow of bad excuses. That was worthwhile. Anything else in the card? Garbage. If you saw it, how about this? If you paid to see it, and and the reality of it is, this is you know. I have to say the UFC is immune. There's no fallout from this. It's a lot, it's, it's Eugene-style uh, MMARP. I would watch it for free. You don't even have to watch it. It was the first round. You can see the clips on Instagram. Why well, would you show up and sacrifice your whole evening? But it's a business model that that that, that works. How? Because Triller cats look at WWE and go, hmm. <laughs> and the guys at WWE look at look at the Oofsi guys and go, what the hell are you? Are you beating your heads out for, for, for peanuts? And you getting hurt all the time. Guys, the guys at, the guys at the MMA look at the WWE guys. Yeah, say yeah, you get paid better, but guess what? I haven't broken my back jumping off a turnbuckle. I don't have to be on steroids eleven months out of the year to stay to stay vibrant, valid. Okay. It's a moment. It's a moment. It's a sport organization tied into the internet generation and social social media actors. And and at this point right now, it 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 won't be stopped. Could help, not hurt in MMA. But you want you want to see the face of modern boxing? Somebody put up that photograph of of De La Hoya laying in the hospital with COVID, and that's the face of modern boxing. Only can you name a fight that's got some juice? Oh, Fury and Wilder, uh huh, three. Fury and Wilder three. Well, that's a do or die situation. Cause if the if the guy from New York loses, there's no four for him. There are few names, you know, Anthony Joshua, Fury, The Wilder, where well, the, the, the Klitschko, Klitschko. There you're showing your age. It's like that Italian girlfriend I was talking to. I go, oh man, you remember the bicentennial? I <laughs> remember the bicentennial. She's like, I wasn't born then. I was like, Ooh. how 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 could you not? You know? Uh-huh. How could you how could you not? Oh, we weren't born that I see. So boxing loses, loses, loses. It's your own fault. You did it to yourselves. You had it coming. The, okay, so just do a SWOT analysis. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. Any, any for the Oofsi? Oofsi got, got his guys' own problems in the in the Ali Act. <laughs> Oofsi's got his own problems just for the uh, uh, Ali act. Uh-huh. Um, eh, eh, whatever, fake picture. He took it. <laughs> now, you might have a picture of yourself with a penis in your mouth. And then you say, hey, they photoshopped that picture of the penis in my mouth, but it's still a picture of you with a penis in your mouth. It was representative, symbolic of the state of boxing. Not a medical authority. So I, I, I have to say, I have to say that you know now, if we're looking at combat sports fantasy league and we're looking at it from a business perspective, how does boxing save itself now? Well, you know what Peter Weller said it best in RoboCop: They'll fix it. They'll fix everything. What they got to do, they got to bring those guys. You got you got to make them part of the team, man. You got to bring them in house. I don't know how you do that when you got a bunch of independent contractors. But you guys on the commissions, you fucked yourself. Okay, okay, it's boxing's fault. UFC has its own problems. This thing with fighter pay is not going away. And personally, personally, at this point, I, I, I need to honestly, I will never, if I can help it publicly admit on in a video format to criminal behavior. <laughs> uh, however, like I said, I will still watch some of these fights, but I will pay for not another one. And at a certain point, at a certain point, I'm just going to do what Italian Sal Russo did when he was reviewing adult pictures for me uh, for Skull Game. He was incredibly prolific. And I go, I mean, you can't be watching all this. What do you, how you, he goes, I'm just doing it from the covers. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think I already made my pick, Volkanovsky and, and uh, Ortega. And I, I, it's not official till it, appears, uh, till it appears on Care, Don't Care. So I can't be held to this. But at this present time, Sunday, September 12th, I'm thinking uh, Ortega. And I don't know if I'm thinking that or wanting that or wanting that to be the case. But he's been one of those educable fighters. And whatever holes you saw in his last game, he typically comes back having had those patched up. And I think Volkanovsky robbed uh, Holloway twice. Steph disagrees. Steph disagrees with me vociferously, but whatever, I'm right in this instance. For whatever reason, whether it's a build-up, uh, a constituency down under the power, the jungle wanted a Volkanovsky win there. I don't see it myself. You know, in all fairness, in all fairness, you know, uh, the Hawaiians had some time, starting way back with B.J. Penn, to build up. To build up a constituency, the fact that it's moved to New Zealand, down under, means that they fail to do so in a significant way. Build a franchise or lose a franchise. Who knows? But that's my pick right now at this point in time. So anyway, all like I said, things change. Depends on COVID. Whatever you don't, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. But a hey, uh, so uh, you got to read the Substack piece before any of my overwhelmingly, seemingly overwhelmingly negative attitudes about 9-11 horror and global tragedy will make any sense to you. At the very least, it's nice to read about Henry Rollins hanging out on the dirty couch in the garage where I used to live. I used to live in a garage. You think it was a converted garage? No, it had a functioning door. It was pretty much a carport. You could pull up the door and drive a car in. $50 a month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Black Flag played Palo Alto. Rollins came by to hang out. Have a seat on the couch there, my friend. Let's talk about religion. (laughs) $50 a month. That's right. In Palo Alto, right behind Pali High. The the bad part about living in a garage is especially garage with just a wooden door, wooden plywood door, with no insulation, was I hadn't figured out that whatever you did in that garage was not sound protected from the neighborhood. I couldn't figure out why the neighbors were always like smiling at me and waving and waving and smiling, particularly particularly the women in the neighborhood was smiling and waving and waving and smiling. Couldn't figure it out. till I went outside one day to get something and my girlfriend at the time, was inside laughing at the TV. And it sounded like she was sitting out in the street. And I go, oh, I see. The entire neighborhood has been privy to my sexual doings. I mentioned to one of my roommates. He goes, oh, yeah. He there's like no insulation at all. You guys get at it the whole house. It's like we're there. (laughs) Yeah, Okay. Well, well, hey, 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 we're living on the Dinosaur Jr. said the best, you're living all over me. This is what happens if you live in a place like this. It could be New York City, you just get used to it. Guy next door is farting and vomiting, you gotta get used to it. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, so boxing, I, I never thought, I mean, I never thought, it's. this is the thing about bad things. They happen with lightning rapidity. They happen with light. This time last year, I had no idea about a Logan or a Jake Paul. No idea. September 12th of 2020, I had no idea about those guys. Look at the fly on the head. Prick. Prick fly. None! And now, now, I mean, this is the thing. I've, I've said this before. I, I, I've had a relationship on a Friday, met up with the woman I was, I was, I was dating, met up with the woman I was dating, and, and within the half an hour had no relationship. That shit happened fast. Fast. So here we are, boxing imperiled. People go, oh, boxing is never going to be Really? It's never going to be imperiled? You don't think so? You think soccer moms are driving their kids to boxing gyms? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't believe that's what's happening. So they turn it into celebrity boxing. Man, it's been happening. This is not like Horseshack against the you know the the other guy, Danny Bonaducci, This kind of Tanya Harding. The kind of comical celebrity boxing. Now you got guys with sort of skills getting in there, second careers, other sports beckon. OSB, Nate Robinson kicked it off. Honest to God, and I could tell. I was talking to the head of the NFL. NFL Black Players Association one time, Um, and uh, um, and and he, I could tell he was like, "Oh, so you're doing this MMA stuff?" I could tell he was like doing the math in his head, like I talk about in the fight book. Like he said, "Yeah, I'm 250. you just 250, but I played ball. We got better. I could play. They got. They got to know." So this is not, this is not Greg Hardy gets cut by the NFL. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm out. I'm gonna fight MMA. Get paid unlike any other MMA fighter. Cause I got a name. I can bring the seats. I got fans on social media. I can influence your social. <laughs> garbage. And at this point now, you know, there are very few places. I long for the day. Give me four or five years. I long for the day where I can move to a place and get away from it all. But the reality of it is, as long as we got this, this being this laptop, and as long as we got this, the garbage seeps in. Seeps in, won't seep out. Anyway, Monday afternoon, we're back. Nash is off licking his wounds, so it'll just be me and Steph tomorrow on the Care Don't Care Preview. We talk about the last wins. We look back a little bit about our last wins and talk about the fight. Come on. 15-fight fight fight card. Got two cares on it. How does that taste? Two cares on the card. 15 fights. I only care about two. Makes my next Saturday evening quite nice. So care, don't care on Monday afternoon. If you follow me on at Eugene S. Robinson on Twitter, I'll tweet it out as per usual. Tuesday night, Tuesday night. It is a if the shoes fit. This is maybe Nash is still not there, and it'll be Kid Notte again. If you get the special secret treat, you know that we're doing Metal Evolution now. For, as part of the Let It Roll podcast. You know that. Right now, the Substack is up all week. Can still watch a, the whole Joe Gain one. And if we all live until next Sunday, we'll see this again. I got a couple of banked uh, five easy pieces. I'm going to tell you something that I've only told you guys. I want you to think about it and DM me through Twitter. Don't put it in the public channel because I don't want people to know. And that is very specifically, would you be interested? That's not a way to put it. Do you think it would be of interest if I were to do a Five Easy Pieces on Jocko Wilnick? Think about it. Don't mention it to anybody else. Just DM me. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. This is one. 8-1 of the Eugene S. Robson Showstopper. We'll see you next week. Don't die. And again, hats off to Salvatore Russo. Uh, donate money to his bear camp for kids if you, got, if you have the mind. Until then, we'll see you. Look what you made me do! Ah! <laughs>